I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Alexander Whitney, Michael Hennessy, and Aaron Newkirk. Coming up on TMS, Diane Brunaway. Bang ass bezel doodles. Putting Seaman on your memory card. I'm still mad at him. <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. Belongs in a tech museum, Dad. Short story long with Joey Image. <laughs> Blue eggs and hams. Special effects quiet quitting. Don't drink the Barbasol or the Barbicide. Too many things I still like is a problem. Smash it in a rage room. 1,000 dongles. I live the crazy taxi. No need to play. Harvey Gwellen, Francis Pugh, Tad Lesso, Nicole and Randy, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Listen, somebody back there threw this piece of paper, and if we don't find out who did it, we're going right back to school. You guys have been playing around ever since school started, and I'm sick and tired of it. Who threw the piece of paper? Is anybody going to tell me who threw it, or we are going to go back to school? There was a time where you could enjoy a simple ham and cheese sandwich in public. The Morning Stream. Well, of course, I am the supreme being. I'm not entirely dim. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It is The Morning Stream. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. And this is the second to last day of the month, everyone. Yeah. So be prepared. Get in there ready for the 31st so that when you're done... You can immediately explode out into the world on September 1st as we enter the fall. You know, be ready, Brian. You want to be ready. Pumpkin spice season. That's right. You want to get over there and you want to get it done. You want want Halloween coming. You want all these things. I'm actually kind of excited about this. Cooler weather, crispy leaves that you have to rake up. Yeah. Rake up. Take up. Uh, I'm think I'm gonna probably mow them this year because that worked really well yeah. last year. We just let them. It's fall. a really good way to do it. Mow them. Ah. I don't know why that played. I apologize. That's, That's not supposed music. to happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, I'm a fan of fall. All right, That's just the deal. I think you are too. I think it may be. I am a fan of fall. Is it our favorite? 
of the of no, you? spring's my favorite. Okay. I'm a spring guy. You're a spring I'm fella. I'm a spring chicken, Scott. Yeah. That's what I am. Do you do the spring cleaning or do you just never uh what do you do? I don't do any cleaning. No, I <laughs> <laughs> um when I do I feel really good about it. I didn't this year and I, I'm I'm been doing summer and fall cleaning. That's mm. basically what it is. I'm still doing that throw one thing away every day thing. That's really good. I'm yeah. starting to run out of stuff I don't like though. You wow. Know, you well, know what I mean? That's like, a great problem to have. It is. I mean, I guess, right? Like you're Yeah. I just have too yeah. many things I still like is the problem. I have things that yeah. I think are important and that I need them and I don't really Mm-hmm. but I have really fond feelings for them. I'll give you an example. This is a small one, and I'm probably not going to throw it away because why would you? It's tiny, and who cares? But you remember the little uh, Dreamcast units, the memory units that had like their oh, yeah. own little game buttons on them? Yeah, their own little LCD thing, yep. Uh-huh. I forgot what they're called. Uh, uh, shoot, they had a name. Anyway, I have like four of those. I can't give those away. I can't throw them away. <laughs> You're talking about the little memory things that went into the controllers. Correct. And they and that they were like, the almost looked like little Tamagotchis kind of Yes, thing. and that's kinda all they could do was really basic, like Yeah. You yeah. know, I think in Sonic Adventure it, it let you manage those those gems or whatever, the Sonic gem things. Yeah. But it was really kind of a dumb idea, but I loved it at the time and I just thought it was cool it was like sticking a little Game Boy in every controller. Mm-hmm. And so I kept those. I don't what even if you have keep one and and uh, give three of them away in a uh, as prizes for something. That's not bad. They're small yeah. enough too. I could ship them anywhere. The, the drag is you know now great now we're spending money to throw away the, <laughs> the cool stuff that we have. Exactly. Plus you know I do want to, I am trying to be ecologically uh, conscious about where I'm throwing certain things away like things that are very plasticky. Sure. I'm trying to think well are these better suited for like a goodwill because they're still usable or should I take this and actually throw it away and you know with all this confusion go to recycling plant to have the pcbs taken out of it and stuff right right we have a place where i took some computer stuff a couple years ago and they Mm -hmm. they assured me as much as you can assure someone Mm -hmm. that they take everything that you give them and they properly go through they they melt down any aluminum they take Mm -hmm. out any toxic parts that's all separate. You know, they, they supposedly have this whole process. Mm-hmm. But all I can do is believe them. I don't know if they do. Yeah. You know? I have no um, guarantees. I had some old monitors that um, that were of questionable quality that uh, I donated to one of those um, rage rooms. Mm. You know, those rooms where you can go in and smash stuff with a baseball bat when you're really frustrated. Mm. And um, I asked them, like I said, do you, you know, because you've got to recycle CRTs and stuff like that. They're like, yeah, this actually makes it really easy because we can give them a box of glass, a box of plastic, a box oh. of uh, you know, printed circuit boards, etc. So it's like, all right, well, that's that actually feels you know makes me feel a little bit better. Is that just a local <laughs> thing for you? Like just uh, someone around there that does this? Uh, yeah, it's a little independent. It's like escape rooms. It, it's the new escape room, or not like escape rooms have gone away, but it's the. Uh, um, you know, rage rooms are basically what. Uh, <laughs> is that what they call them? Rage rooms? Is that the name? Rage rooms, yeah, yeah. Or here. smash it. I think smash it might be one of the big. Um, Let me see if I can find a Utah uh, rage room here. Uh, yeah. So oh, smash it. You, hundred percent correct. Smash it rage room in Ogden, Utah. I don't want to go to Ogden. Boo. <laughs> uh, that might be a closer one. Yeah, there's a Salt Lake City one, it looks like. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's actually a really it's good, good like, idea, because I got stuff know, like that. Old keyboards, old uh, uh, monitors. Um, 
There's one back Maybe here. You can't, you can't see it, but um, for all those nerdtaculars where you would have me bring a bunch of screens for the yeah. contest. Oh, yeah, for the All-Stars, yeah. We have like old... Uh, oh, know. right. We had to buy some cheapos, didn't we? Yeah, and I think, well, some of them I just had, and they were like VGA, so we had to use, you know, none of this USB-C well, and stuff existed all we yet. Needed, I think all we needed was one that we put in front of Tina, because we had, you guys all looked at the the big screen behind us no we all had we all had one to look oh, at oh we had one no we had one at the end at yeah. each end yeah we had you guys one each yeah end. we didn't have one in front of if we had one in front of each you would uh, the audience wouldn't be able to see you, but that's right we did we had three yeah three Tina total, had one and then and then one in each end yeah and it worked pretty well and we had all those cables we had to worry about and stuff but um you know they're the older style vga style you know connectors and all that stuff well one of them i had drawn all over with a gray or with a silver sharpie um, just doodled all over it. And we used it for 2013, 14, and 15 at least, maybe even 17. Uh-huh. Um, and it's old and probably never going to be used for anything ever again. Even when we may do one of these events again, we'll probably have newer screens because none of these connective technology. We don't want to have a thousand dongles trying to make them compatible for 50 years. Sure. So I'm thinking about that one just but since it's drawn on, maybe I could do like a charity thing. Like a, There uh, you go. Yeah, I don't know. You say, it's doodled on the back or doodled on the front, front and back, but not the screen. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. The bezel has yeah, a, the bezel. Yeah, yes. and it's the one of these. Doodle. It's back when bezels were an inch and a half thick, not the thin we have now. So there's room on there for stuff, and then the base of it is all drawn on the back. Has a bunch of doodles on it. Yes. I don't know. Bang ass bezel, bezel doodle. Yeah, it could be a fun thing. <laughs> Some someone else in the chat. Yes, we hate Ogden. I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's a dump. Um. Anyway, so that's yeah, all going VMU's, on. VMUs. That's right, Brian. And I think Joey said it as well. The the Dreamcast VMU is the the little thing that you've got a bunch of virtual before. memory unit, right? I believe was what yeah. it stood for. And they Probably. were they, they were your uh, they were your memory cards, which mm-hmm. was the style at the time. <laughs> so it store your C man. That's right. You said that very carefully. Your Leonard Nimoy C man. C man. Boy, if you've never seen semen, C man. Sorry. Right. Uh, I hope you're going to feed me soon. <laughs> I'm going to die if you don't feed me. <coughs> Still one of the weirdest games ever made, ever. For sure, yeah. Uh, speaking of weird things, so there's a little bit of a grandpa fight going on around here. Let me tell you about it. Ooh, love it. All right. So Van calls me Pops, which is mm-hmm. uh, by design. We wanted to have a distinct difference between me and any other sure. grandparents. Kim is Nana. I'm Pops. And on Dylan's side... Uh, his grandfather on that side is grandpa. All right. Normal. Just okay. kind of, and he sure. doesn't want any fancy anything. He just wants to be grandpa, yes. which is fine with me. I'm fine with pops. Mm-hmm. It's great. So pops is cute. Plus already Phoebe's already saying pops. It's great. Perfect. So good, short, easy to understand, you know, <laughs> pronounce and all that. Um, but yesterday we had the boy all day and I was seeing him on and off between work and stuff. And uh, at one point we went to in and out cause he wanted fries and he likes them over there. Mm-hmm. So we sure. drive over to in and out and, uh, and he's in the back seat of the car. And I go, and I just randomly yelled out and said, hey, Van, do you like Pops? And he goes, yep. And I went, do you like Grandpa? And he just pauses for a second. And he goes, sure. Like <laughs> now, I'm not saying that there's a division. Uh, and, and he loves his Grandpa. Don't get me wrong. Dylan's course, dad yes. is a oh, no, total sweetheart. Love this guy. He's a, a Shane. Yeah. His name is Shane. He's a wonderful dude. I just love him. But now I got this like fake drama I want to create and like um, yeah oh good good yeah so I'm gonna text him later and go Shane um, I hate to tell you this but uh, I think we got a little bit of a 
a little bit of a problem. He doesn't like you as much as he likes me. And, uh, you know, <laughs> create some fake drama around it. Because well, one, the what one he night, needs to do now yeah. is when he's over with Grandpa, he needs to go, Hey, Van, do you like Grandpa? Yes. <laughs> How about Pops? Sure. Okay. <laughs> In a pinch. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Love the one you're with, baby. Yeah. CSNY told us. I feel like he's, it's Van who's playing us. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yes. He's right. having a little moment here. So uh, anyway. I'd love Pops a lot more <laughs> if he got me a PS5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now he just wants anything with space in it. He wants like rockets and little astronaut doll, uh, not dolls, action figures. Oh, cool. Uh, that kind of crap. So if anyone wants to. Nice. He's gone from dinosaurs to astronauts. Yep. He Past to future, future to past. That's how you work. Hey, I found a story for everybody before we get into the feud today, because the feud today should be pretty rad. Um, excited about this. We have a professional, former professional wrestler with us, although in my mind, he's still out there kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, I got a story slash joke that I just really liked, and it's about an Indian guy and Einstein. And this okay. is supposed to be a true story. I can't tell you much about who this is that tells the story, why he told it. It looked like a college um, lecture mm -hmm. to me, like somebody in a, a sort of an assembly style thing at a college. And he uses this anecdote to, as part of his speech or whatever, but I know nothing more than that. Just warm up the crowd, basically. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's yeah. hard to say. But yeah. Uh, yeah. here's that joke because it, it made me smile. Uh, and if you're, I, look, if you're from India, th this may even be more meaningful because maybe there's some cultural stuff here. I don't know. But... Uh, it made me laugh, and I thought I'd share it, so here you go. So this Indian guy is sitting next to Einstein, and Einstein says, you know, it's a long flight. Why don't we have a competition? I'll ask you a question, and if you can't answer it, you give me $5. Then uh, you can ask me a question, and if I can't answer it, said Einstein, I'll pay you $500. So he told Einstein, all right, you go first. So Einstein said, how far is the moon from the Earth? And the Indian thought and thought, uh, he said, you know what, I really don't have the exact answer, here's $5. Then he looked at Einstein and said, what goes up a hill with three legs and comes down with four? And Einstein worked through all of his knowledge of science, couldn't figure out what he was talking about, put his hand into his pocket and gave him $500. Einstein's turn again. Einstein said, before I ask you my next question, what does go up the hill with three legs and come down with four? And the Indian put his hand in his pocket and gave him five dollars. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is great. I love it. Uh, I just thought it'd be a good thing for the show. Yes, that's awesome. I enjoyed that story a lot. All right, uh, let's do a. Uh, I hope to hear from our some of our Indian listeners, which I know we have a few. So uh, I would like to. <laughs> is that a, is that an old story? Is there, is it apocryphal? Is it based on an actual uh, you know real thing? Right. Is that how? Is that how people made money back then? Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> is this the exchange that you make in India? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. We don't know. We're just dumb white guys in America. All right. We're in the mountains. We don't know. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. All right. Dunaway incoming. Uh, let's get that going. Hopefully, here. he brings all of his CRTs and VCRs and rewinders with him when he shows up. Yeah, here. and his four ancient consoles and an RCA converter kit. That would be That's cool. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Where is this? Hey, look who it is. It's our pal, Diane, Br Diane Brunway. That's not great. Uh, <laughs> Diane Brunway. Show title. 
Yep. Uh, hey, Diane Brunaway. Right. It's welcome back to the show, Mister. Bring everything to North Carolina because you're crazy. <laughs> I love that that you did that. How are you feeling after the big trip? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Feeling uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. 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 Feeling pretty yeah. good. Feeling pretty good. Felt felt better before I started listening to two morons talking about what should I do with all these VMU units? <laughs> what do you oh, think? Yeah. You know, look, you want, to, you want me to, you want me to, you want a museum, don't you? You want, you know, those things belong in a, take one room of your house, Scott, and make a museum out of it with all of your retro gear. Yes. And then travel with them. And right? then Ibbett's over here, like going, hey, I had a 19 inch CRT Trinitron. I'm just going to send it over to the rage room. Let them bang the <laughs> shit out of it. And I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, this is work. It doesn't work. I'll send it to you. You want it? It doesn't. You know, I've got another one. I'll send no, it. No, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't need all that. But I'm just. Yeah, yeah. It but the VMU. Come stand. on, man. It's a little. It's a little blasphemous to you to hear these things, isn't it? It is. Do you, yeah. it's do you have a VMU like, unit, Brian? Yeah, oh yeah, I have. I have. I have. I have a one VMU unit, and I have. Good. About you don't need more than that. Or five. Right? <laughs> mm, incorrect. <laughs> I have about four or five Dreamcast controllers. Of which none of them have VMU units. So you so need you more. Correct, oh. sir. More VMU ID. units. Hey, Brian, I know where to send my VMU units. Then. Yeah, good. We'll fill send. in your controllers. <laughs> Let him collect all the crap. I over yeah. here will not. Also, Brian Dunaway will pay for shipping. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I will absolutely pay for shipping. It'll I will be absolutely fine. Pay for shipping. Of course, you will. Uh, let's uh, welcome our, our guest player today. And we have on the line with us uh, big, scary wrestler man, Joey Image. He's going to throw a chair at oh, us. Maybe a, maybe Speaking a, a of ladder. Dreamcast. I know, right? Yeah, hey, man. Joey. What's going on, good Joey? Morning. Also, big gamer guy. Can you all hear me? Yeah, we can totally oh, yeah, hear you. Yeah, we can you. hear you okay, just fine. Okay, good. Just, uh, I just hooked up my... A different uh, your stuff that, that won't stop us from talking over you. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I understand. Yeah. I understand Brian's dilemma, but um, I've got five Dreamcasts and about eleven controllers, and wow, only six VMUs. Right. Dreamcast is my favorite console of all time. I've got one brand new in the box from March of two thousand, <laughs> dude. That was only it was only opened once by me when I did an unboxing video of it. So you bought? So that was nice. one you purchased as a as a new device back then, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Somebody. So a, a short story long. Um, a friend of mine um, won it at a carnival a million years ago. When it came out, oh. he won it at a carnival. Yeah. Then he he said I was in the process of moving when I actually brought it home. So I packed it away somewhere, forgot about it. Fifteen years later, he was moving again, and he found it again. And it was still sealed in the box and everything. And he said, you know what? If I haven't used it by now, it's clearly not that important. Do you want it? Just pay me for shipping. Yeah. So it cost me 28 nice. bucks. It was sealed. In fact, if you watch my YouTube video, you could see me open it. I was almost like in tears. I didn't want to open it, but I had to. But it was just in That's pristine right. condition. That's amazing. awesome. Yeah, I loved that thing too. My one of my favorite yeah, consoles it was so ever. Cool. Yeah, I've it got bums, like seven or eight VMUs. It bums me out yeah. when Dunaway and I have talked about this at length. But it bums me out how Sega, uh, what they could have done if they just gotten their J- Japan and U.S. headquarters oh, people together. Been? What could have been for yes. Sega? What could have? Hey, there's rumors of a Dreamcast Mini. Whoa, I'd buy There's that. Really yeah, cool. they, for some reason, the rumors seem more serious this time around. There's been rumors for years, but the last couple of months, they've been really kind of ramping yeah. up. And uh, I don't know. I'm Dude, and even Sega's it, put it out there several times. Polls for which would you like yeah, to see next? Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. Look, if they ignore if, them and they're like, oh, here's a poll open. Never mind. If they did that, here's yeah, what I yeah, all yeah, I care about is put Soul Calibur on there and put NFL 2K on there. 
And Choo Choo Rocket. And Choo Choo Rocket, Brian. Don't oh forget my God. the Choo Choo Rocket. You have a Dreamcast, right? You have one, don't you? I used to. Don't have it anymore because I was what? a dumbass and got rid of it. Oh, my God. I almost want to donate one to you, but I have to... No, hold. <laughs> oh, I know hold you need all that. That's a hoard. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right you, now. I have to. Get, let's not even get into how many hard drives I know you own. We won't even. We won't even talk about uh, how many hard drives you. own. I've got fourteen that have not even been used yet. Oh my! From gosh. the last three or four years. Yeah, Joey was uh for a while there. Tom Merritt and I would would we'd have a little bit of tease back and forth with Joey because it was like, oh, I how many it. hard drives you buy today? How many SSDs did you get uh, yesterday? <laughs> He's got and all Tom the data, would, guys. All the data. Tom would l- yeah, Tom would like link me on Twitter to days where Amazon would have like a lightning sale on a hard drive, and he would send me just send me the, and not say anything. It was very subtle but hilarious. Yeah, he loved doing that. Um, well, oh, yeah, uh, Free Ranger says and Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. You know, I wonder if I could play Crazy Taxi now or if it would feel too much like work. Oh man, no, no, it's good. It's still good. It's still it good. Is, fun. It is it's still like good. Crazy Uber or Crazy Lyft. It's insane yeah. to me that that IP doesn't have some kind of rebirth right now. I don't. I yeah. cannot understand. I agree. That. I actually that, would like, like, a, like yeah. an updated like 4K PS5 yeah. version. Or yeah, make it, you know, you're not even in a taxi. You're in a you're in a lift, and give us all of the uh, the problems with lift passengers. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what, what, oh, I've added a stop the- at the uh, 7-Eleven that's two blocks from my house, and I'm going to take <laughs> seven minutes instead of the five. Supposed I, to give me. I could walk there in eleven seconds. But right, come pick exactly. me up. Right. Yeah. I, what I love right. about that game, though, those- it has it has a basic idea that has not been exploited, which is in 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 the day it was all about get there as fast as you can. Everything's on a timer, and then keep doing it. Yeah. And hurry up, and it was kind of arcade, ar- right. arcade centric that way. You make a proper new version of this. You go really stylistic with it. You 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 dig deep into the music and all because that's what part of what made that game great. And oh, then yeah. you make real missions, yeah, like you right. have mm-hmm. mission-based stuff. I'm not saying you got to make a crazy story, but you know, just a more in-depth sort of bunch of systems in a modern. Well, then you're uh, playing Driver for PS One. Well, as I love Driver, dude. <laughs> driver was great. True, true. They do well, have Crazy the, Taxi uh, Classic on the in the App iPhone. Store. Yeah, yeah. So I you can play it on the iPhone. They have it on Steam as well. You can get Jet Set Radio in a pack and everything. I'd like else. to see mm-hmm. a taxi version from the perspective of the customer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just the yeah. guy getting picked up. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, you have to, like, if you don't jump out at a certain time, the car crashes and you're dead or whatever. Yep. You can also be the, uh, yeah. I forget which character it is. I think it's the guy with the fishing hat on. Um, <laughs> in uh, that Sonic Racers game, that's their, their Mario Kart ripoff. Yeah, uh, you can be that dude in in a, oh, in a taxi. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big old taxi. No. It's great. About, uh, is that is that Axel or is that? It is Axel. That's uh, it. So I'm trying to. Yeah, remember. it's the guy with uh, white. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's Axel, and he and he's in a big old taxi flying around with Sonic the Hedgehog and everybody. It's a big old taxi. That's a good game, by the way. If you're looking for like a good Mario Kart alternative, it's not a mm-hmm. it's not crap. It's right. actually pretty good. Hmm. Shenmue is in it, and it's real dumb. The guy from Shenmue. Forget his name. Yes. You, you relax over there. That's, my, uh, <laughs> that's one of my most favorite series of games. And the guy's name is Ryo Hazuki, by the way. No, look. I've heard Scott say this game is just not good. It's boring. No, here's here's great. what I would say. Oh, I'm gonna, no, I'll agree with you. Shenmue is a very, very good sleep aid, I found when I was playing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. are Man. killing me today. Uh, don't Shoot. worry. I'm fired. That's, I can say these things because Joey's in Jersey or New York or something, and he's not going to beat me up from there. He can't he have to come here. I wouldn't they anyway. make planes, Scott. <laughs> yeah. oh, they plus plus they your back's your back's they all messed planes. up. I'm, uh, fr- I'm friends with uh, I'm friends with the guy that does the English voiceover for that character for Ryo Hazuki, uh-huh. and uh, oh, I'm not going to tell him he nice. said that. Yeah, don't tell him. I don't want nah. trouble Corey, from that Corey guy. Marshall, I love yeah. that guy. I don't want I don't want trouble from him. 
Uh, well, all right. Well, let's get our uh, our crap together here and figure out how this game's going to be played and see if we can win you some prizes. Hey, hey, Brian, explain to Joey hey, how this works. Hey, Scott, it's time to play the Tadpole Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpole on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Joey, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either scott or brian if your team wins you get a prize package that includes crazy ta- no i'm just kidding orbital <laughs> racer <laughs> and chris tails c-r-i-s tails Ooh, or- orbital racer and games. chris tails are excellent those are great games i don't even know what those. orbital racer is i just heard of it yesterday for the first time and i didn't look into it. it's good it's real good yeah i like nice. it i have that game uh awesome Very well these cool. are these are All nice right. prizes Mobile game or is that steam or something steam. steam those are steam games yeah so if you have a uh, uh what is that thing called steam deck you can play it mobile what, what's do. that thing? What's the thing? What's that right thing called? Uh, well, Steam, Steam Deck. Yeah, I have both actually. Plug yeah. in charging, in saying, "You sure haven't played me in a few weeks." I'm do surprised. You still love me. I'm surprised. Says well, my RG ally was like, "Come on, leave me alone already." Yeah, no kidding. I'm surprised you don't have four of them, but whatever. That's just how you roll. Steam Deck. <laughs> um, Steam I was on my Steam Deck last night till like 1 a.m. because would you would you, you please play finish Gate? Days Gone? Uh, I want to finish Days Gone. I do. Yeah, I saw some great video yesterday of a whole bunch of zombies no, getting killed I'll make, I'll make by you a deal. no more shenmue comments until you finish days gone all right dude if you, deal if you finish it's gone by the how about this if you finish days gone by the end of the year i will send you a dreamcast oh my gosh i'm doing it oh <laughs> wow i'm doing okay, it okay that's, that's a nice yep if you had that if, if no one has that on their bingo card let's do this i'm doing it <laughs> And I'll tell you what, I'll double it. If you watch oh, Parasite, yeah. if you watch Parasite by the end of the day, Joey will send you another Dreamcast. By the end of the day. <laughs> by the end of the day. <laughs> I said if you finish Days Gone by the end of the year. Yeah, by the, the end year. of the day. <laughs> if you 100% it by the end of August, I'll I'll walk the Dreamcast out myself. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm not making you do that. You're back. By the end of the Days Gone. Yeah, all those Days Gone. I get it. I get what you did I there. Like that. that was a good one. Uh, all right. Well, let's do it. We got our stuff up. We're good to go here. All right. Okay. Put your hands on your buzzers. Oh, shit. I'm not and, as ready uh, as I we thought. Have the, uh, t- we have 390 tadpoles to give their best answer to this. What fictional food or drink do you wish was real? Ow. Scott. Oh, how come it didn't ring? Oh, I have I my muted. It it's, my, it's my bad. Um, I'm going to say Slurm. 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 Show me. Slurm. Slurm. That is a really good one. Oh, really? (laughs) Number three on the board. Two answers will beat it. Brian, do you have any ideas of what fictional food or drink the tadpole wishes was real? Well, I think butterbeer would be a really good answer, but isn't that a real thing too, though? But I think it's always fictional food. Well, they yeah, faked I'm going to go with butterbeer. It doesn't matter if it's the right answer. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. All right. Show us butterbeer. Oh. Yes and no. Oh. The thing. It's number four, by the way. Uh, Universal Studios has a thing they call butterbeer. It's like a um, a vanilla cream soda with uh, some other things in it that make it taste like butterbeer, but it's mm-hmm. not. There's no alcoholic beverage uh, butterbeer out there that's beer with butter. Okay, okay. Yeah. They have so a fake thing. Were they, they giving kids alcohol in Hogwarts? Holy cow. Just- <laughs> well, it was magical thing, right? It wasn't actually alcohol. Magic, was- right, exactly. So most, yes. most alcohol is magical. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good yes. point. Uh, so oh, the board right. is ours. Butterscotch, yeah. I'm excited, Joey. You and I have to do this now together. Uh, that's right. So I take all, all right. my... On Team Dreamcast. <laughs> Teamcast? Yeah, yeah, Dreamcast. Uh, Teamcast. Eight go. answers still on Teamcast. the board. 
you have anything that jumps out at you there, dude? Uh, yeah, actually, um, and I don't remember what it's called. Is it uh, Nantucket? The Family Guy beer, Nantucket, or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nantucket Pawtucket. beer. Yeah, that's exactly what it's called, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, Pawtucket. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. Uh, I don't know. Pawtucket. Is it? Well, it, it Brian right. will probably know if it's Peter the family beer. I don't know. Okay, family the beer in Cohog. Cohog beer. Let's yeah, there you go. Cohog beer. Yes. All right, let's do it. All, uh, all right, show me Pawtucket. Oh, 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 come on. Ten answers, and that one's not there. Mm. Not even, uh, like, let me look and see here. I don't think it's anyone. Number 38 Pawtucket. on the list. <laughs> yeah, not even. Not even. Uh, not there at all. Not found in list is what I'm getting back to. Oh, one. come on. Yes. Damn, dude. What a scam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this what a whole game's a scam. <laughs> what a work. All right, Dunaway. Can you can you bet? I'm, I'm gonna stay in the I'm gonna stay in the in the drinking area and go with some Romulan ale. Ooh. Oh man, that's gonna be number one, damn it. That's a good one. Romulan ale. I like it. My brother calls everything that. <laughs> just had to had to be real the uh, the board. So um, you know, if you're in my be real, you might see some answers. Oh, you're be reeling the board. Be reeling the board. Show me <laughs> Romulan ale number six. Pretty good. Oh, that's, good six. that's good that's points. Good points right right you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good points. Number one, I know what number one is. Right. Oh, you think you know what number one is? I think it's going to be under the sea. Under but not feet. like not that way. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be some. I think it's going to be some Krabby Patties. Oh, because oh. people actually get those in little gummy forms. We get those That's all the time. Well, yeah, we keep. We're so oh, focused on drinks them, here. They're not fictional, are they? Is well, it, is yeah. real man? Well, that's why I thought with the butter beer too. But then oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, make a copy of so. Eh. Yeah. yeah, they're not true Krabby Patties if they're made with gummy. Right. Gummy patties, <laughs> right? Ugh. Gummy um, patties. Uh, all right, show me. That's your answer, right, Brian? Is that what you're going with? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm going to go with something. Of course, it's Krabby Patties. Krabby Patties. <laughs> okay, good. All right, show me Krabby Patties. There, oh, you want to strike? You want to strike? You got to strike. You got to strike, you uh, bastard. Krabby um, Patties, uh, number number twelve on the list. By the way, fine. Well, at least it was on the list. All Very right, close. Joey. Joey, we should aim for something. Edible solids here instead of drinks. Yeah, I say, uh, can I? Can I go ahead? Yeah, there? yeah. I say cheesy poofs. Ooh, wait, those are real. There though. you go. That's a good one too. Cheesy poofs. Aren't those real or cheesy puffs? I guess. All right, no, you know no, what? They're so not real. real. Yeah. Brand, but the brand. Once again, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. The tadpole says. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a tr- true point. Let's <laughs> let's go with cheesy poofs. Why not? All right, show me. Cheesy poofs. Oh, Are you kidding me? Wow. Oh, I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding. That, Cheesy poofs right. uh, was I'm number... not answering ever again. <laughs> uh, Two strikes in a row I got. Jesus. Yeah. yeah well, one person said Cheesy poofs, so it's tied for 33rd place on the list. <laughs> it's higher than uh, than Peter Griffin's oh, Exactly, yes. <laughs> it's higher than Pawtucket. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right, Dunaway. Keys are in your hands. What car now will you I'm, drive? Now I'm worried. Seven answers still on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Many, including I mean, Jesus. number one and number two. <laughs> I mean, I gave two of the, I gave two of the most nerdy answers ever with Romlin L and Butterbeer, and those barely even made it on the left hand side but of the board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still uh, on there. I believe in you, dude. I know you can do this. I do the, too. Um, but at least Butterbeer showed up. So maybe there's some Potter fans out there. How about some chocolate frogs that you had to chase down? Oh, sure. Yeah. There's Potter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, got, we got Potter fans. I'll All bet right. this is on that list. All right. Show me chocolate frogs. 
Oh, wow. It would be crunchy, would it? Number uh, 11. Barely missing the top 10. Barely. I got I got the next one. Crunchy phone. Oh, you Never. do, do you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm not. No, I can't. I just have an idea. You have an idea? All right. Well, yeah. uh, I'm going to let me throw one out. I'll call it. Um, uh, now I forgot. I had it in my head and I was going to do yeah, it. You have one and... strike left, each of you, by the way. And, and, and seven answers. I wish spinach was real. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to stay with. Um... Mm, that's a bad idea. Hold on. You know, I've, I've put everything. Uh, I know. I, I know what weirdos mean. in the chat would say or weirdos in the, 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 the tadpole. <laughs> they would say, uh, unless I get vetoed by Joey, I'm going to say blue milk from uh, Star Wars. Ah, uh, blue milk. Aunt Beru's yeah, blue milk. Why that's would you want that to be real, though? Well, you wouldn't want it to that's be, gross. but it's ironically you want it to be. You know, Better you, than a blue waffle? Well, you don't want that. I can promise you that. I learned. I unfortunately <laughs> well, know what biscuit. that is. I hate that I, I know. I drink blue. I drink, drink blue milk all the time. I know what a blue. I know what a blue waffle is supposed to be. Do not look it up, anyone. It's the most horrifying thing you've ever heard of in your life. All right. I probably shouldn't have even said it. Yeah, I've warned everyone. All right. So we're saying blue milk. Blue milk. Blue milk. All right. Show me blue milk. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, play this game. Very good. Number one. Oh, my God. Weird. Number one. I love Scott. <laughs> right. allowed to dislike it's Shenmue still in our corner one. here. Uh, Shenmue, hatred or, right. uh, or and, not. And just so you don't like, what about green milk? I lumped. There was one person who said green milk. I lumped Any them milk. into the blue milk. Uh, Any uh, milk. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, uh, wait, can I say something without it being the final answer? Can of course. I, yeah, yeah, you, you can. can throw out answers. Okay, you might so, give Brian Dunaway an answer, but sure. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Scott, I was going to say uh, Scooby Snacks. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. not bad. You know what? I, I endorse this I mean, cartoon, this, uh, cartoon answer. foods. Cartoon yeah. foods. If you want to go with that, I'll, I, I can go with that. I'll endorse it. Let's do it. Sure. All right. Let's do it. Show me <laughs> Scooby Snacks. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby Snacks. No! Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, Scooby Snacks. I only had three answers. They were all uh, garbage. Number 21 on the list was uh, oh Scooby God. Snacks. Why do these people hate me? <laughs> so the only way that Joey can win, Brian, is up, it's now up to you to run the board with the remaining six yeah, answers. No pressure. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I've only yeah, this may like have been a tactic. Two. Yeah. This may have been a tactic. <laughs> or strategy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, Joey, Scott, do you guys have anything? I have I, I have weird stuff. Like, I'm another one. guys started saying some cartoons, mm -hmm. but then they didn't do it. I was thinking like green eggs and ham, but I think that's actually people make that, don't they? Well, you can, but it's the same as yeah, butterbeer. It's just like yeah, it's not I mean, something you, can, you don't buy, though. You, you can, can fake any any uh, fictional product into making it look right. like the thing that's Yeah, blue milk. Andor had blue milk in it. You can make yeah, blue I mean, milk. Yeah. yeah, true. I mean, you can true. go to that's, Disneyland and get blue milk. It's, that's right. You know, blueberry yeah, slushy. That's got to. I realize I'm on the opposite team, but that's got to be up there. No, 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 no. Let's We're do it because we want you to win that, now. So, yeah. so Brian, what yeah. do you? Uh, I too. What was it? Blue. What did you say? What was it? Green eggs and ham. He said. Blue oh. eggs and ham. Yes, blue. Scott. That's right. Did you ever read <laughs> any Seuss? I said green. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Scott. He's the one who said blue. I did. I say blue. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said it. I meant, I meant green. Green eggs and the hams, please. All right. Show me. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
I quit. Oh wow, this has got to be the uh, the the like the uh, one of the I'm worst the showings the... you guys have ever had. Yeah, yeah. I'm the first one to get yeah. four strikes. Yeah, right? it may one, be. You're the fourth strike. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. That's good. Right, one green eggs and ham. So again, also tied for thirty third place in the list. Jeez, that's way um, down there. All right, if I were to say uh, Lord of the Rings, answers <sighs> on the board that I'm good. Were you going to say uh, Lord of the Rings? Hold on. Um, uh, second breakfast or something. Oh, uh, that's funny. What else would it be? That is funny. It'd be uh, Lembus bread. Oh, Lembus the, bread. Uh, oh, my God. One, one, one little oh. tight is enough to fill a grown man. It's the, yes. st- it's the oh stuff. Yeah. Gosh dang it. He wrapped it in leaves, dropped a bunch of it, right. and Sam was, or sorry, Frodo was pissed because he thought Sam took it all and all that. Yeah. Wait, all the Lembus. How you smell it? Yeah. yeah, Mr. Frodo. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to, Mr. Frodo. He says. And then they made. Uh, then they had right, sex. What about, uh, yeah. You thought what? <laughs> I thought it was Lambus or something. I totally I know a lot of people said Lambus. I had as many Lambuses right. as Lam- Lambuses. I had to go look it up myself. So, but he said Limbus bread. Then, huh? All right, limp bread. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> limpus limpless bread yeah. uh, what if I were to say Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy would that help you what do they eat uh, or drink specifically some oh, tuna drink it's not tuna <laughs> you're talking about the you're talking tuna? about all the the, um, the dolphins so long it thanks for all the fish <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is it fish alright I'll I'll, 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 I'll the, Quit torching you. The Pen Galactic Gargle Blaster, oh, number oh five. Oh, my God. Of Shit. course. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Shit. Uh, Shit. It's funny. Seven and eight come from the same source. Uh, Pen Galactic Gargle Blaster, definitely a drink. Drink, uh, yeah. Seven and eight come from the same source, a movie called uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Do you guys want to? Oh, my God. The Everlasting Gobstopper. That's and, number seven. Uh, shit. All right. I can't. Uh, Gobstoppers and... are real, though. They are, but they're not everlasting <laughs> is the problem. Yeah, yeah not but... the ones exactly. No, no. I've never finished one. Um, and they did the, uh, what What was the uh, the bubblies? Right the, the... That's an Everlasting Gobstopper oh. right there. Oh, wait. Let me look at yours, Brian. What do you got there? Right. Ooh, is it white? No, this one's white because I have the Christmas gobstoppers in my gumbo. Yeah, that can't be fictional. Brian's holding one. Yeah, he's got one in his hands. Look at <laughs> this that. Is, this is my gumball machine, which is filled with Christmas everlasting gobstoppers. Uh, do you have to put right. money in it? Because I and love the, the idea of putting money in it. And then later no, you I, get to take the money out again. And it's always I your tore money. It open. I tore it open and removed the um, penny mechanism. Oh, well, that's the way, that's right. the way to do it. Um, all right. So, uh, so, is the other the fizzy the fizzy drink with the fi- that's what they call exactly it? Exactly right. The fizzy lifting drink. Yep. Frick. Fizzy Listen, lifting I mean, you drink. Could, you could drink a drink that lets you fly and fart and burp. I mean, come on. Red yeah. yeah it's what's I the What's the thing that there. What's the thing that puts a German kid in a tube? Was that a, Was it he? That he just fell his in his own gluttony. Is what it was. <laughs> yeah. <That> was shocking. <laughs> That's right. He didn't do anything That's magical. That's what put Augustus in the tube was his own gluttony. <laughs> right. um, uh, this one's an interesting one. A lot of WoW players, of course. Mana, either mana buns, mana potion, oh. etc. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would not have thought that at all. Mana and then, from believe heaven. it or not, back to Wonka for the third one, the three-course oh, dinner the chewing bar? gum. Oh. No, the, uh, we did have okay. uh, three people said the Wonka bar, but the three-course dinner chewing gum was uh, your number 10 answer. Some other things that didn't quite Jeez. make the cut. Uh, Nuka-Cola. Uh, oh, Rectagino, yeah. or Rectagino, which is uh, Klingon coffee. Soylent Green, because you people are monsters. Soylent Ambrosia green. from uh, Percy Jackson. Uh, healing Potion. Just having some Healing Potion oh. people would like. Yeah. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, like Clean on blood wine. The pizza hydrator from yes. Back to the Future too. Uh, big Kahuna burgers. People apparently want that. Uh, anything from the Bob's Burgers menu, especially the burger of the day. Oh, I have the book. Wow. It's amazing. It's so good. That, that, uh, yeah, that cookbook's awesome. That weird imaginary Neverland food that uh, Robin Williams ate in Hook. Yeah. Uh, Synthahol. Any okay. flavor beans? <laughs> That's another uh, Harry I'm Potter deal. No, just eat this imaginary food. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, Bronto Burgers. Cup of pizza from the jerk. Popeye's oh. spinach. Oh, the way people yes. spinach is real. Was um, spinach? It was spinach. Yeah, it was just a of spinach. Poplars from uh, Futurama, snozberries, and the five dollar milkshake from Pulp Fiction. Wow, five dollar milkshake. Mm. I can tell you again, with all also confidence. real. Sadly, mm. I could I could tell you with all confidence that we could have done this for the next three hours. I would have only gotten Romulan ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. I would have never got any right. other one. Yeah. Even mana, yeah. I, mana. I don't think I don't. It might have got the Gobstopper, but that was about it. Hey, just yeah. look at it. Like, well, I wouldn't have thought of that because it's real. So I wouldn't just, have thought of it. Joey, right. just think in this in this today's <laughs> contest, you were the heel. Okay, you understand. I'm always well. I've uh, been that for 23 years now. You're right. <laughs> so you know the role, and you played it well. Uh, I th- I think it is still super fun having you on. Uh, you mentioned your video, your unboxing video. So you're yeah. not going to go empty-handed, even though I'm going to play this uh, sad music here. Uh, you're going to go. You're going to go like and do awesome videos on your YouTube channel. Tell people where it is. Is it just Joey Image on YouTube, or uh, no? I changed everything to Joey Image YT. As in YouTube, it used oh. to be Joey Image oh, TV when I was streaming on Twitch, and the last okay. uh, seven eight months I've been streaming on YouTube uh, exclusively. So now I'm just Joey Image YouTube on, or sorry, Joey Image YT on everything. Nice Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, whatever. All that Even stuff. Twitch. Yeah. All, yeah. All the socials. All your all Blue your uh, usernames on all your Sega uh, Dreamcasts. They're all Joey YT. That's what I understand. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for playing, dude. It's great having you on. Hey, Brian Dunaway. Guess what? Later tonight. Me yeah. and you are going to talk about yeah. Duel of Ghosts and Goblins. The series started in the arcade, made everybody pissed all the time because it's hard as shit and still is, uh, all the way up through its console iterations, couple spinoffs. It's going to be a fun discussion about one of the hardest games Always. ever. And uh, we're back to some Capcom goodness, which is fun, right? And this is cool yeah, because you- um, the, the New Wave Toys guys just made or, or are making a Ghosts and Goblins and Ghouls and Ghosts um those little uh, uh, cabinet, the mini cabinets. Oh, like the, oh, really? Like the Tempest and Missile Command and Cuberts that I have oh, back there. Like the realistic scale ones. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it plays uh, plays both games, Ghouls and Ghosts and Ghosts and Goblins. They're um, Ooh, they're I'm really this. They're really hard. Um, they still oh, are. They're insanely hard. Yeah, harder than uh, average gamer would not make it past stage one. Even yeah. a decent gamer can barely make it past stage one. It's yeah. crazy. Six stages. And some of it, I think, I think, is you know the designers wanted the difficulty spike, and I think part of it is also oh, yeah we wanted to keep quarters coming into that machine. But then, what do you do later for home versions? And there's a lot of a lot of good discussion around that. And um, so, if you want yeah. to hear us talk about Fujiwara. Yeah, and we think it's like the OG Souls-like, this game, in a way. Uh, we'll talk about it tonight, and uh, we'll do it at frogpants.tv, and we'll do it at three thirty. Sorry, f- 4 p.m. Mountain Time. That's our new time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time uh, today. So if you want to watch the podcast live, you can do that, or you can check it out later wherever we get your podcast. That's Play Retro. Dunway, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, you. No? Really? That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> all right, bye. I thought maybe he'd say, oh, it was great seeing everybody in North Carolina. And then he left. I know. What are you maybe he do? didn't feel that way. Maybe maybe 
Hmm. Maybe so he's a poo. Gave him the opportunity. He's a poo poo. All right. Well done, everybody. Uh, fun game. Let's move on now to one news story. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. I don't like a bee in the mouth. I got a bee in the mouth. Uh, it didn't no. sting me, but I was eating in the uh, backyard, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the little uh, porch area thing that we have. And um, a bee flew in there, and I, I bit down, and the bee was in there. And then I spit it out wildly and uh, be, behaved oh. like a like a three-year-old girl and uh, spit it all over the place and acted like the world was ending. So um, there you go. Ugh. Hope you enjoy my story. Yeah, that you know what? There is nothing to be ashamed of for how you react, react when a bee goes in your mouth. You can do, you can react in any way you want because you had a freaking bee in your mouth. Yeah, That's, don't you think it, that pretty much that means all laws? All exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no bad things apply. Yeah, I could, I mouth. could have committed involuntary manslaughter during that moment, yeah, and yeah. people would have been. Oh no, we'll let that pass because you had to be. Yeah, you had to be in the mouth. Oh yeah, no, uh, I risked my case, Your Honor. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. There's only two things that have. There's been two times in my ma- in my life where I got something in my mouth that it made me want to die. It was that, and then when I was riding my BMX bike as a kid in the in the rain, and I crossed over somebody's yard, front tire grabbed a big wad of dog dookie, and oh, a hunk yeah. of it flew in my mouth when I was eight years old. <laughs> I know, I know. I thought I was gonna die. I thought yeah. that was it. This is like, boy, that was a short, short life. Really enjoyed my eight years on the planet. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, it'll teach you to cut across the line. Okay, a lesson was learned that day, my friends. Mm-hmm. Never forget. Never surrender. All right, here's this uh, story. Florida in the news, not because of hurricanes, although it'll be safe down there, everybody. You got a bit of a bit of a boomer coming through there. Uh, what's its name? What's the name of this hurricane? Uh, Ambelina or Ar- Arbit- Arbit- uh, Arbitage? What is it? Ah. <laughs> Idalia, Idalia, yeah, it's a different name, kind of a different kind of name. Yeah, anyway, because it has to be after Hillary, H I, and then yeah. So we made landfall. We got some flooding. Everyone be be safe. All right. Anyway, uh, this story is not about that. This is about a woman, a Florida woman's finger uh, was severed in a library drop box. You know, you go back to the library and put the books. Oh yeah, back. Yeah, Uh, we have Mm -hmm. one of those around here. Uh, This sixty-two-year-old Mount Dora woman. Mount Dora. Mount Dora. Is there a map, a map, a map for that place? I hope so. How else is Dora going to find her way? Uh, She lost a pair of her fingers. Oh, they don't, they left that out. It's finger. Uh, Oh, no, a part of her finger, not a pair of her fingers. (laughs) Sorry. Oops. Um, In a drop box for the public library. Uh, Barbara Haverly said she was, was she from the 40s? Jeez. Barbara Haverly. Hello, Barbara Haverly here. I'm a Haverly girl, yes. Uh, Was injured while attempting to return books on July 28th, telling the Washington Post that the whole thing is just such a nightmare. Uh, What began as an errand to return a bloody scene, or became turned into a bloody scene for Haverly on W.T. Bland Bland Public Library, really? W.T. Bland Public Library, really? We only have books that don't have covers. uh, She says she's done this numerous times before. She uh, felt this rush of pain while putting her left hand out, pulling it out of the box. Uh, What she first assumed was just uncomfortable hand placement soon became clear that she had severed her middle finger, Mm. detaching it just below the fingernail. So that would have been, that's not really a whole finger, but you know, you lose this bit here. The last segment, the last link to your sausage. (laughs) <laughs> exactly it's like a now she can only give like uh three quarters of a bird that's right and that's no fun for anyone 
No, um, no. She is a registered nurse, but she told the post she didn't know what to do. She watched herself bleed. Well, you, you know, you know what to do. You have to stop the bleeding. Anyway, whatever. I mean, what? How far are you putting the book into the? I've seen those. It's just like a little. You pull the handle. You put the book in the little little tray, and then you pull your hand out, and then you close the handle. I think she closed the handle before her finger was out, and she snagged so it too. right then and pulled it off. And I think this is a her problem, not a library problem. I think here's my thinking. Uh, she had her phone in one hand and she was doing something. She, you know, like talking on the phone or doing something and she had the books in her other hand. And so she, she, without pulling the phone away from her ear, pulled the handle down thinking that she could pull it far enough, then shoved the books in there. Didn't get her hand out in time for it to swing back and slam shut on her, on her middle finger. I think you're right. Columbo. You, I think you nailed it. I think that's it. And I think she, yeah, yeah. I think she, she is responsible for this. If she sues the public library system, mm-hmm. she'll lose because there's no way this wasn't a her thing. Yeah, I'd like to see a. Uh, they don't malfunction. Like his, you know? A camera. We need a camera on the box. Is there a That's camera right. on the box? That's Come right. On. Man, phones. I had a kid yesterday while we were out driving, who was on his phone the whole time, <laughs> driving, parked, waiting for the light, driving again, always on his phone, and I'm yelling out my window, "Get off your phone!" And he never got off his phone. I guarantee he heard me. Freaking punk. Oh, yeah, for sure. For Little sure. turd. He's going to get someone killed. Probably himself. Yeah. Oh, I can't tell you how many people I've been <clears throat> behind at, uh, at left turn arrows who look up from their phone just in time to see the green arrow turn yellow, and they make it through, and the line of eight cars behind them doesn't. It's like, just for five seconds, put the thing down. It isn't hard. Or maybe exactly. it is. Maybe they're addicted. I don't know. What do I know? Well... To get get uh, you know get unaddicted, stay off your damn phones while yeah. you're driving. Yeah, who who are you? To, if you to... if you can't be trusted at a stoplight to keep an eye on things and make sure that as soon as that thing turns green, because listen, when you're when you're on the road, when you're at a stoplight, whether it's a turn or a, or just a red light or whatever, you're responsible for all the people behind you. That's your that is your troop. Yeah. The person in front of you is responsible for you and the people behind you. But you're responsible for all the people behind you to make sure that they make it through, that they get through that light or that turn arrow. You're right. You're responsible. You're right. You're totally right. I can't argue with that. Yeah, exactly. So not an overreaction. I- <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful, you dummies. Um, yeah. All right, let's get to the break. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Nicole and uh, uh, Randy will uh, meet us here at the corner of the street. And we'll do some recommendals. That'll all be fun, but we can't do it without a song break. So, Brian, you'll provide that for us, I suppose. I will. And this comes from a performer named Puma Blue. And uh, if you're like me and Tom Merritt, you love the music of uh, Julie Cruz. She did the theme song to Twin Peaks. She did a lot of kind of weird ethereal music around that time with uh, Angelo Baladamente, Bal- Bal- I think is how you pronounce it. I can't remember how, like, what, what order all those consonants were in his last name, but I think it's like Badalamente or Baladamente. Bal- anyway, really good uh, performer. And, uh, uh, he, uh, he likes, uh, uh, Julie Cruz. I like Julie Cruz. This song reminds me of Julie Cruz. It's Puma Blue from her brand new single, Falling Down. The album called Holy Waters comes out this Friday, September 1st via oh. Blue Flowers. And then she's going to have a North American headline tour in November. Here is Puma Blue and Holy Waters.
Asks you, Is there an ATM machine nearby? You say, I'm sorry, you know, I speak English. Don't buy any unripe bananas yet because you won't live to eat them. And we've returned. Fill us in on who that was one more time. Sure, that is Puma Blue with a song that uh, 
that they wrote inspired, they say, uh, we were watching 90s Japanese anime series Cowboy Bebop in the studio, and this dusty sound we made really came from those visuals. I wrote the lyrics during a challenging moment, feeling like my, like my stomach was plummeting and struggling to get myself out of the depressing hole I'd fallen into. The song isn't so much about picking yourself back up as it is about how it feels to fall in the first place. The song is called Falling Down from the brand new album coming out this Friday called Holy Waters. That's very cool. Yeah. I'm going to check that out right after the show for, my, for myself. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to recommend time. Uh, as a reminder, Tom's not here today. He's in South Korea on a little trip out there. I'm very excited for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be one of those. Uh, he's going to be among many, many young teens chasing around some K-pop stars. He's, he's, uh, he's basically going to be in his musical element out there. For yeah. Sure. He's very excited about this. Uh, he and his wife getting a little vacation, which he deserves. Yeah. Yeah, I'll still be on DTNS today. It'll be me and Sarah. So uh, if you're checking that out, uh, that will still happen. And uh, if I can find Nicole on the list, there she is. All right, we're adding him to the call. We're now going to do recommendals, and it'll be a good time for all. Well, what do you recommend? Yes, it's time for recommendals, where we take stuff from various streaming services. We recommend them here on the show, and then you guys have the option to go home and listen to this stuff or watch it yourself and see what you think. Mm Uh, joining us so far is Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. It's morning. Randy with your weather on the fours. We're tracking Hurricane Idalia. Mm. It's through with Tampa, currently beating up on Gainesville, headed straight at Savannah. It's very scary time mm. for folks in that yeah. part of the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We got out of there just in time, apparently. Yeah, he yep. did. Uh, it's coming to, um, it's more of the kind of cut up in the north part of things. But it skipped yes. the usual Gulf people who usually get nailed by this stuff. So it's an, it's an interesting one, the way it's headed. Yes, yes. Really, really fortunate all those folks in the Redneck Riviera have missed this one. Mm-hmm. It's going to skirt up the coast, and it's going to go straight at Bermuda. That's an exciting thing. Oh, my. Anytime Bermuda just had a hurricane yesterday, and they're going to get another one in a couple of days. You know, it's mm-hmm. amazing in our modern times. No one talks about the Bermuda Triangle anymore. It's almost as if that was all bullshit, and really we just can, <laughs> uh, you know, now we have satellites and planes and things, and we can see. Yeah. Uh, is this recommendals? It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> hey. I'm just making sure I'm on the fives. right call. I'm yeah. sure I'm on the right call. You're absolutely <laughs> on the right call. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. Good. That's fantastic. Uh, are you? You're back home. You were back home. I don't I, know why I was thinking. Yeah, you were home. yeah. I'm in the office and doing cool stuff on the laser. And nice. yeah, cool. Doing laser stuff. I love it. You're like the future today. Cool. Do you do, you do air quotes when you say laser? I, I do it. I, I do it in my brain. <laughs> good, good enough. That works. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. We'll allow it. That's all I need. Sir. That's all exactly. That's all I want. Let's uh, dive right in. We're going to do some recommendals. We're going to start with Brian, and he has a clip. He'll explain to us. Brian, what are we doing? Yeah. This is. Uh, this is. I can't wait to talk about this because is it a recommendal? Is it a meh commental? Uh, you be the judge. Uh, We'll we'll see you on the other side. All right, let's find out. It's a disaster. I I I completely destroyed history. Like Eric Stoltz. Okay, why do you keep saying Eric Stoltz? Eric says my McFly. What? Time travel? Oh, we talking Beauty the F? Come on, who is this guy? Okay, yeah, no, I know. I've seen all of them, and Eric Stoltz is not Marty McFly. Really? Then explain Marty McFly here. I can't explain that to you, Gary. That's not your thigh. It's the wrong actor, and it's upside down. Is it? But the point is that in Back to the Future, Marty McFly 
is very famously played by Michael J. Fox. The guy from Footloose? No, that's Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Kevin Bacon's maverick with the volleyball, the gay guys in the planes. Top Gun. Great balls of fire. Top Gun. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> I completely broke This is my brain, universe. by the way. <laughs> Marty McFly is Eric Stoltz. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds like someone's in the wrong reality. <laughs> that's right. Yes, and we all are if we watch this movie. No, I'm kidding. But maybe I'm not kidding. The movie is uh, The Flash. Uh, just landed on uh, on Max, on HBO Max, mm-hmm. uh, this last week. And um, it's not Scott is, was supposed to do this one. No. Why was Scott supposed to do why this? Why was one? I doing this one? I don't know. You say you were going to watch something on on. Did I get that wrong? Yeah, Brian plane? watched it on the his plane. plane that Scott was oh, on. That was, that was Brian, not Scott. <laughs> yeah, that was not me. I was in an alternate time. I know we line. sound alike and we look alike. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. it's hard to uh, tell. In the Discord chat. Yeah, no, this was the only thing that I had uh, time to watch this week. Gotcha. Uh, I downloaded okay. it Downloaded it uh, while we were in Asheville so that I could watch it on the flight back <clears throat> from, from Atlanta to Denver. And um, that that little clip we just played there is an example of some of the fun that that is in this movie. And there is some fun in this movie. This is kind of more in the vein of the uh, Shazam uh, style of like uh, integrating some comedy into your, into your dour uh, DC Universe uh, superhero film. Right on, right on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's not as successful at doing it as Shazam. Um, I might go a little spoilery here. So, you know, if you are um, uh, really looking forward to seeing this and, and want to stay uh, pristine, then I'll wave at the end of my talking about it so you can come back. Um, and I'm not going to, there's some, there are some actual like really, I don't want to say cool spoiler or cool um, moments in the film, but a lot of the stuff that, that I don't want to spoil are some of the cameos. I mean, you already know that you get uh, um, Ben Affleck as your Batman. You get Michael Keaton as your other Batman. You get, uh, um, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman very briefly in this thing, and um, and the, the and, and a little bit of Jason Momoa. I'll just tell you that much that you do get some other appearances by Justice League members, probably playing these characters for the last time. Mm. Um, but the, I think uh, Flash is uh, the guy that plays Flash. Is that's his last Flash? Yeah, he's done. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. He's done. I mean, yeah. we still have a we have a Aquaman movie they, coming, but they have had their problems, Ezra Miller, and. Mm. and uh, um, the uh, so the plot is basically the the setup for the plot is that uh, the Flash, um, in in what feels like a very non heroic beginning of the film afterwards feels like uh, you know he goes he, he he's he's misty eyed for uh, home and the death of his mom and his dad's in jail for the mistaken or uh, in, you know for a crime he didn't commit uh, of killing his mom and he decides that he can. Um, run really fast against Batman's wishes and turn back time. And so he does it to try and... Exactly. And he brings back Cher. And his one act of uh, saving his mother's life apparently is enough to change. It's the butterfly wings that flaps and changes the weather in uh, in Brazil and also turns Eric Stolls into our Marty McFly somehow. Um, if you can get past that... <laughs> You can is uh, Robert Downey Jr. If, is Robert Downey Jr. Ducky? Oh, that'd be amazing. 
Wouldn't oh, I, yeah, from Pretty and Pretty Pink, sure. <laughs> this is a crossover uh, with Pretty and Pink. That'd be if, weird. <laughs> uh, if it, if he is, that would be great. That'd be awesome. Um, the uh, um. Sorry, I, I totally just uh, totally derailed you. Anyway, <laughs> so basically he goes into what's called the chrono bowl, which is <laughs> this weird little circular arena of time where he sees the realities of the of the multiverse that he's uh that he's able to visit um all play out all at once and see alternate Superman and alternate Batman and uh, Wonder Woman and stuff like that. Um, and ends up in a different uh, timeline where um, where his mother didn't die and all these other things have changed and and uh, he visits his this alternate universe self. That, that's probably as much as I need to really give you for this thing. Um, obviously we know we all know about um, the the controversies around uh, um, Ezra Miller um, but but they're over they're overacting through the whole film really drove me nuts mm. so they play both the real uh the the current timeline Barry Allen and the alternate timeline Barry Allen of course and he and they have to play it kind of like boy another Michael Keaton thing kind of have to play it like the multi multiplicity um alternate versions of Michael Keaton where one is very smart and this other one is extremely stupid and it really makes things unpleasant and uncomfortable to watch i guess the the act of saving your mom being alive turns you into a complete uh, idiot Barry Allen as opposed to the smart Billy, Barry Allen that mm. Uh, mm. Um, do you feel, that do you feel like we're, are we anywhere near being done with multiverse comic book movies like no God, right Gosh, yeah dang. I mean not Sorry. till this whole gang thing is done right I mean the, the, the MCU stuff is uh, knee deep in it with Loki and Kang and all that stuff and I think Loki did, did it right yeah right um, the No Way Home did it okay mm -hmm. um the doctor strange you know i loved seeing those characters in there and it just it just was it, it obviously it was somewhat fan service it was there to help also demonstrate how powerful scarlet witch was but it also kind of disappointed me and and yeah. a few other people into yeah. into things um had some moments yeah into the spider-verse i think is the best well that and mm -hmm. um this, that, everything, and the other thing. What was the movie? Uh, oh, the, everything, the ever, everything, everywhere, all at once. That movie is <laughs> that movie is really good. Oh, like, I love that. I, I love that movie it. So much. Yeah, but that I feel like and I, Into I, the Spider Verse are two good examples of multiverse. Uh, it felt like uh, those two movies just kind of had a plan more. Yeah, comic, comic books have been doing this for like fifty years yeah. now. Oh, and yeah. There's yeah. tons of really good examples in comic books, and you just know they're going to eventually all. Be, they're gonna try everyone's gonna try mm -hmm. to make every great multiverse comic i just don't know if i just don't know if audiences have the continued appetite for it for too long because it's starting to feel for the like, brain space it, it, yeah. it, you have to think a lot yeah. and it's and it's um and it's sometimes just done to give fan service to say hey remember this actor who played this character yeah. in this tv show look here he is because it's a multiverse version of this character or whatever mm -hmm. and yeah. um again if that is 
if that is placed too high in the importance of your film, then your film's going to fail. If that's kind of like this, oh, well, here's the thing we can do. We've got this great plot and this great story. By the way, we can also show this other character, this other actor who played this character, or this other version of this character from this other thing as kind of a side thing. That's the way you do it. But you don't rest a third of your movie on that deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and- um, and how much of the movie rests on Ezra Miller is my question. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm um, on the fence. I'm on the fence because of Ezra Miller. Sure. And so I'm just like, what's the push? The, um, they carry they carry three quarters of the film on on their performance right. because they have to play two different characters, two different versions of of Barry Allen. Mm. So it's. Uh, it's a very uh, it's a it's a Ezra Miller film. Like he's the, it's a very they're the very star Allen, of the thing, very, right? Very You'd Allen say, Allen "Hey, film. who's the star of this?" Oh, Ezra Miller is. That's right now, um, Michael Keaton is great. He can do no wrong for me, and even doing this sort of thing. Uh, Michael Shannon's been, in this thing. Keaton. Michael Shannon's in this because oh. we have to have a big bad that has nothing to do with the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> and boy. Does Michael Shannon not look happy to be in this? And I found an interview later on with Michael Shannon where he says, um, you know, they uh, they broke my neck and killed me in uh, Man of Steel. And so when I got the call to play this, I was like, did they see Man of Steel? Did they did they watch that film and did they know what happens? And they said, oh, it's a prequel thing. He's like, yeah, I don't know what that is. All right, fine, I'll do your movie. But, I love him but so you much. You can tell that he is he was not at all. Uh, enjoying himself coming back for this yeah. uh, this thing. Yeah. Um, the the shining light is um, oh I should find out who played her. It's uh, the Kara uh, the, the Supergirl. Yes, Sasha is that who is Sasha Kala? Sasha Kala, yeah. She is great as this um, the Supergirl that exists in this universe because they don't have a Superman. I hate calling her Supergirl, but that was the 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 Kara Zor El character that. Um, that DC introduced, and she's a superwoman. By golly, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya is that how it's pronounced? Sasha Kaya. Okay, yeah, it's from uh, Young and the Restless. Is where <laughs> well, if you watch Young and the Restless, <laughs> yeah, she was on like for five years. Okay, um, no, she was great, and she. Um, if there's any character or performer that i want to see come out of this and continue to play the character that they played in this it is uh it is sasha kaya as uh as supergirl uh she was great and she added a uh such a different level to a character that we've seen you know so many times before Hmm. yeah i heard uh nothing but good about her role and she wants to keep doing it she said in some interview that whether this film does well or not she'd love to have more time in that suit so, so you said you wanted to talk through it and see where you landed. What is this a mecha mental or not? <sighs> it's a mecha mental. I think um, if you like comic book movies, it's still going to be one you're going to want to watch. You're gonna you're gonna want to get it in there, and you're probably if I say just watch it for the for the cameos. Um, and by the way, some of these cameos are so poorly done CGI. You you <laughs> feel like you're watching a test print of something. Like this is the this is the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the the South Korean news agency explaining how Tiger Woods uh, got run over by his own. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, we had a listener who's in effects in Cal in yeah. uh, in Hollywood who says yeah. that this is all that what you're seeing is is people just fulfilling basic contract because they're underpaid. 
This yeah. is part of that whole discussion about who's getting paid what in Hollywood. And and he's saying there is an entire swath of the effects community that is doing bare minimum now because we are not getting paid for all the overtime, all the extra stuff we put in. So we're just yeah. like putting it up. Oh, you want him looking like Barry Allen's running through a bunch of stuff? Here you go. That's as good as it's going to get. Exactly. Welcome to 2002. Yes, exactly. I could do this on, uh, <laughs> you know, on, on uh, Render Master on my uh, <laughs> yeah. color computer. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I would say um, on the level, yeah, Free Range is probably right. Felt like, feels like one of the Joel Schumacher Batman films. You know, if you if you like the character of the Flash, if you just want the completion of the whole Justice League um, thing, I know we're st- we still have Aquaman too to quote unquote look forward to and deal with. But um, <laughs> uh, but uh, from what I hear, maybe maybe save your money and watch Blue Beetle <laughs> instead. I've heard I've heard better things about Blue Beetle than I than I saw in the movie Flash. The um, the the very last scene, the kind of another little twisty reveal, you know, uh, kind of thing, is so dumb and silly and ridiculous. I don't want to spoil it because I want people to watch. If, if for nothing else, pull up Max, go to like the last five minutes of the movie before the credits and watch that. Mm. But um, uh, it right. it feels like. Um, uh, this felt, this feels to me like something Brian Dunaway would say. You you can put on, you can turn it on while you're yeah, yeah while you're doing everything else in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Those, those, your lawn. Those sure. are a th- that's a thing I don't mind. I, I like a thing I can have on in the background. Yeah, this, is, that, this. That's, this, this would uh, fit very well with that. I mean, you know, there are a couple of moments you want to look and just see because uh, at one point you do get kind of a cavalcade of cameos, um, but. Uh, you know what this must be frustrating for, like the the strikes happening right as mm. James Gunn. They support the rank and file. This isn't a knock mm. against Gunn or any of his people over there at DC, but but they has so much momentum moving toward let's start over, let's be fresh, let's you know this yeah. Superman um, legacy sounds like it's really shaping up. Uh, super excited for the future of DC, but to have all yeah. that kind of screech to a halt because you kind of can't not do anything while things are striking or you can do some stuff. Can, mm-hmm. I think he's, he's technically part of the writer's guild and he's writing legacy. So I think he has to stop working on legacy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. anyway, it's too bad that, that this is the end, kind of the crescendo of that era of DC. And this is as kind of as good as we're going to get, but exactly. I am looking forward to the yeah. new stuff. You know, it'll be I great. Lockvine says blue beetle is also in the new James Gunn universe. Is that true? That the, um, yeah, James Gunn he's said part it would of the be. new, yeah, he's, okay. he said right. it was the first one where the, the crossover is part of his plan. But he had nothing to do with the writing or anything like that. Like no. it's no. okay. I think All he. Right. I think he came out and said he really likes it though. Which yeah, uh, that that clashes with some reviews. Some reviews are really down on it. Mm. But I think overall, people okay. think it's fine. All right. I think you'll like it a lot more if you watch this first. Mm. <laughs> regardless, regardless of how good or bad Blue Beetle is, you'll like it a lot more if you start with the Flash. There you go. Uh, yeah. So there you go. So basically, uh, definitely a meh commental. Um, if you were going to watch it, you're probably still going to watch it and you should. Uh, and uh, But if you were on the fence and you really don't care about this character or this universe since we're getting a better fresher one hopefully sometime soon um then i'd say you can probably skip it there you go uh nicole let's throw it over to you 
okay. what do you got here? Where you want to, anything you want to say <laughs> before I hit play? Um, I because I sent you the clip, right? Yeah. So this is a movie that I feel probably went under the radar for a lot of people, and I've watched it twice with my kids, and I, I was in looking for a clip. Um, I found an interesting, you know how a lot of like youtubers they'll go through movies and go oh wow they did this really well in this movie and there's we'll talk about it after the clip um but it was it's surprisingly good Mm. (laughs) so there you go all right it's an animation here we go why are you so ridiculous dog what's your story my story oh it's actually a very funny story Back when I was a pup, me and my litter mates lived with a family, a family full of pranksters who liked to play hide and seek, and I was always it. Pick on the little guy, am I right? They tried putting me in a packing crate, a dumpster. No matter how hard they try, I'd always find them. So one day, they get creative, and they put me in a sock with a rock in it, <laughs> and then throw me in a river. <laughs> I gnawed a hole in the sock and I swam to the surface. <laughs> Never found them or my litter mate, so I guess I'm still it. <laughs> wow. That is the saddest, funny story I've ever heard. <laughs> well, joke's on them. That sock they put me in, I grew into it. Ah. All right, tell us all about it. Sounds like Puss in Boots so, to me, but... Uh, it's, it's, is Puss yeah. in Boots, The Last Wish. And you heard uh, Guillermo as oh cool Harvey uh, is it Gwillen? Gwillen, yeah. Gwillen. So he plays a little puppy dog named Perito, and he's telling his story right there. Um, it also ha- I didn't realize she was in. Uh, Frances Pugh is in it. She plays oh. Goldilocks. Cool, Florence. So someone said it. Florence, Florence Pugh. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so someone in the chat chat room. Uh, even said this movie had no right to be as good as it was. And I totally agree. Uh, it's of course, Antonio Banderas playing Puss in Boots. And then you heard Selma Hayek as Kitty Softpaws and uh, Puss has run out of lives. So he has nine lives. He's on his last life. If he dies, he's dead yeah. and death is coming for him. And so one of the things that as I was looking for a clip, I saw a number of YouTube um, kind of commentaries on how well this movie depicts panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, it did do a really good job, even though it's a cartoon, because Puss is running from death. And when death shows up, he has full blown panic attacks. And his relationship with Perito is really sweet and what his friends do to help him through it. And then there's a whole Goldilocks and the Three Bears story that's really nice. And they got John Mulaney, who plays like the evil Jack, little Jack Horner, but he's really big. But it's funny. It's a great story. And it's one of those, it's in the Shrek world. They've done so many of these movies that I just kind of, you know, eh, okay, it's another shrek world movie mm-hmm. but ava started watching it and i was just drawn into it and we've watched it a couple times and it's just so good you, you um, said earlier you thought it was a- having kids by the way oh, right. Yeah. Right. And you end up watching something multiple times just because yeah. that's what kids do you you yeah. said yeah. earlier you thought it was uh under the radar a little bit but i felt like this got all kinds of 
play. This thing was like up for an Oscar. It was like, it, yeah, exactly. An animation, uh, best animation. Yeah. Well, and it, back yeah. at one too. I, I get, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't on my radar. Not that I'm like, but usually you kind of, I don't know. I just didn't see it. Sure. When it when it first came out, I still haven't either. I need to I need to watch it. It's wonderful. Your yeah. your daughter's in the chat and says that she loves it. Yeah, she saw it without me and she wasn't supposed to. So that's that's cool. <laughs> Thanks, Carter. We always do this. We're supposed. To, there's certain things we say we're going to watch with each other, and then one of her friends will do a thing and she'll watch yeah. it with them, and then she has to come and apologize. And I'm like, oh, it's not that big a deal. But then I'll do it. Yeah. Same thing. It's just the way we go. But uh, yeah, I need to I need to see it. I hear it's funny. I didn't know. Um, uh, Olivia Coleman and Ray Winstone are in this. Jeez. Well, that's some highfalutin actor business right there. Love that. Uh, Olivia sure. is Mama Bear. Yeah. Papa Bear's Way Winstone. I don't know. I assume they're the the bears from the Three Bears. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or the, yep. is it the Three Bears? Yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah. It is the Three Bears. <laughs> Cody Larkin, Three Bears. <laughs> I always, so I always thought this was the third in the series of films, but technically this is like, the second. Second. Okay. Yeah. I, for yeah. whatever reason, maybe there was a direct video thing or something. I thought it was the third too. Mm-hmm. I, but I just, I think that Puss in Boots has been in Shrek and like they're all starting to blend in my brain yeah. together. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I wanted to kind of highlight this one because I think it, it might be under the radar otherwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. it's um, not just one of those straight to DVD things. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good story. Sure. And I feel like, uh, you know, I don't want to um, end your part of the segment without talking about the thing you wanted to recommend, because this, what oh. you, what you wanted to ta- recommend was something that I had on my end of year best list really? for last year, because I loved it so much and it was so well done. Maybe it's, it'll grow on me then because. Oh, really? You're having a hard uh, time with it. Yeah. Wow. I'm, we're having a hard time with it. So originally, mm-hmm. I was going to bring up uh, the after party, yeah, which is on Apple Plus, and we, I was like, okay, the second season, the cast of the second second season looks really good. I was like, yeah. well, let's watch the first season. So uh, we, Mark, and I finished the third season of Tad Less, Tad, 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 Tad Lesso. Le- I'll take a Tad Lesso, please. <laughs> Ed Lasso. Yeah. And we're so we're looking for like kind of a feel-good fun move uh show. And I was like, well, I got this after party. Let's watch it. And it's just it's it, it's slow, but it's funny. Oh, really? oh it's, my gosh. Yeah. It's slow for us. Like it's kind of boring um at times, but we're understanding that it's kind of a each episode is that person's perspective. And so we got to the um we got to the singing episode. I didn't. We didn't really like that. Didn't <laughs> know there was going to be a musical episode. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It, there were great songs, but we're just. I don't know. I kind of. <laughs> we're going to stick with it just because. Stick, stick with it. It's worth it. the the different genres and how well I how well I think they pull off each genre of the yeah. story like a psychological thriller or an animated thing because you're seeing it through the the mind of the person yeah that's Their one mind of the movie. she calls it Their a mind, mind movie, movie. the yeah. mind movie um, the jello shot the flaming jello shot was hilarious that was <laughs> like that's what's keeping us going is like there's just okay. like these throwaway jokes that were like oh my god that was funny so yeah. that's why we're and, still watching it and for me sam richardson can do no wrong he's uh anique Yes, um, the, the he was, well, he's in. He was in Ted Lasso too. 
Oh, was he really? I remember him, him in uh, Veep. I didn't remember him in Ted Lasso. Oh, right. He had the he's, accent, of course. Yes. Yeah, right. he's the rich billionaire that wants yes. to um, to buy Sam and causes I Sam all. <laughs> I forgot that was the whole. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you so. were thinking of Tad Lesso. Tad Lesso's a very I was thinking of Tad Lesso that yeah. didn't have Sam Richardson in it. Yeah, yes. Different guy. That was <laughs> same Richardson. That's a oh. different guy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're yeah, fine. I, lo- I so love that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite uh, word uh, mix-ups you've done. I love it. That's absolutely. <laughs> and Merrick, I'm going to tell you right now. I watched all of Detroiters, and freaking loved it. Again, it's another Sam Richardson thing that he did with Tim Robinson, who, who has that very odd sketch comedy show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Mm. And oh, I um, love that guy. I love that guy. Yes, he is so perfectly awkward this guy has has taken making the confident fool uh to a whole new level <laughs> it's fantastic problem with detroiters is yeah. that it's on the last streaming service i look at when i go looking for something. <laughs> seriously i go i go hulu yeah. hbo max netflix and then i go look yeah. at paramount and then i go look at disney i look at apple and i almost i almost sometimes forget that prime exists yeah yeah you know? Yeah. yeah. Plus, Prime yeah, is so yeah, big here. on like bundles now. They, they they it feels like they focus so much on getting you to bundle other services, you forget they are their own service yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. The, by the way, the chat room is freaking out that we're <laughs> saying that there's only two puts in boots. <laughs> um, I don't see the second one. The second one, just... one. Everyone has been calling this Puss in Boots two. Yes. Sort of like colloquially. And I guess uh, there was also a Puss in Boots series, like yeah, the, five, the, Puss in Boots the three Diablos. Well, yeah, the three Diablos, that but that was. was a television thing, right? There was no. Yeah. I don't think we can count that. I don't think that no. counts in the list. Yeah, it's like How to it's, Train Your Dragons got like three mainline movies, but it also yeah. has like extra shit they did on TV the, or streaming. The side offshoots and the yeah. the yeah, thirteen minute one. film from twenty twelve says Claire. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Doesn't count, Claire. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. My wife's watching uh, Dairy Girls again, and all I can hear is Claire in that damn show. Gosh, damn. <laughs> oh, I forget to mention in the Flash, you get one. You get the, you know, the main blonde Dairy Girl, kind of the um, the, the unofficial leader of the uh, mm-hmm. the group. She's uh, what's her, um, uh, what's her name? Kirstie Clemens. No, yeah, the the um, the actress. You mean? Right. The actress, she's she's in the Flash as one of uh, Barry Allen's friends. She actually not, not that that should steer you towards watching it or not. But no, uh, does she do her? Um, is she Irish in it? Like she she talks so little in the film, even though at one point she burps. I'm Batman. Um, she talks so little in the film that I wasn't a hundred percent sure that she was uh, using or hiding her Irish accent. There wow. we go, Patty Spivet. Yeah. Patty Spivet. Oh my gosh, that Patty name. Patty Spivet. I love that name. Uh, anyway, where? Sorry, the only thing I didn't ask is where is the showing? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. All right, check it out. I think it's a Netflix Stay There kind of movie now, isn't it? I think is they. Dream, well, DreamWorks and Netflix have a lot of tie-in, so I don't know. It could be. Mm. Well, uh, I know great. the Super Mario Brothers movie. Well, that's not the is, is that the same company? Uh, no, that's Imagine Entertainment. That's um, Sony. Sony's uh, well, man. it says Paramount. It's Puss in Boots is Paramount, so why wouldn't it be on Paramount Plus too? Oh, um, well, your production and your and your where it's showing or who owns the rights aren't always the same. So it's like like, yeah. like uh, Friends what? was a CBS or a Fox production, but yeah. it was only on NBC. It's like that kind of stuff. We um, yeah. so before we started watching After Party, Mark and I tried to watch Archer again. 
because we fell out of Archer a number of years ago. And so we watched one episode of the new, the latest season. I guess this is going to the final season. Yeah. The final season is starting. I can't get into that show anymore. And we're like, are we just, do we age out of it? Is it, did something change? I'm trying to figure out why we don't like Archer anymore. Mm. So, uh, for for me, it. the best thing that was ever on Archer was Jessica Walter, and she passed mm. away. Yeah. yeah. Well, even things. then, we stopped watching it even when she was still on it. So, yeah. A lot of people stopped watching it when they did weird theme seasons. Like you know that, what? Uh, that, that is... season, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the country season. The outer yes. space season and all that. Yeah. So, like, here's a season where Archer is unconscious the entire time. Well, uh, yeah yeah it's a little weird that is when they lost us when um pam became a country or no mm-hmm. it was the other girl was a country singer yeah mm. i vaguely remember that yeah so. i remember you used to be a huge archer fan i loved archer yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it was really hard for me to watch bob's burgers and not see archer now mm-hmm. it's the other way around Flipped, yeah. like <laughs> i see archer and i see bob's burgers it, it really so. with with uh with that dude i can't think of his name all of a sudden h john benjamin. benjamin it doesn't matter what cartoon you're watching if <laughs> you watch <laughs> if you watch a lot of one of them you're gonna picture you that get, instead of the others nicole you get to you get to rip that one as much apart as you want scott what did i say i don't know what i said oh i thought i i thought i said it normal did i not everybody makes fun of me i get to yeah you can do it sure why not i didn't even hear it absolutely it's totally fine uh all right so check it out netflix puss in boots two and that's and we're sticking to that it's two everybody go watch your tv stuff separate it's two there's no three there's only two those deuces. Uh, deuces, yeah. Uh, Randy, let's do yours. Uh, tell me what we have here. A TV series that I've been banging out about for years now. And uh, what you're about to hear are the main cast. It's uh, young adults. And they got lost. And a person that they met kind of saved them. And now their auntie has uh, showed up to uh, also rescue them. Here we go. Did you get him yet? Uh, no, almost there. You tell Bear he is grounded for a year. I will. He can do whatever he wants when he gets out of my house, but until then, he will obey my rules. All right, Reed, I gotta go. I'm getting car sick. Brethren, sistren, do not fret. You'll always have a home in my manger. Surprisingly, it was comfortable. Ah, it's anointed, my son. Man, I can't spend another night in the manger. There she is. Oh, they must have drugged her. Auntie. Look, they got her. Ride the way. Auntie, you okay? See, kids, this is why we don't do drugs. You never know what's in them. I'm not on drugs. His driving made me sick. Ah, LA drivers. Mm. Who are you? Who is this? Is our friend? White Jesus. Uh, so we're at the end of this fantastic season now, aren't we? Yes. Uh, Reservation Dogs uh, decided after their second season that they were going to only do one more and they were going to make it final. And it is spectacular. Uh, Reservation Dogs has been such a fine program. It, you know, like every scene, every episode that you, you almost wonder if they can if they can hold it together. But uh, one of the things they've they've done with this show is they've sort of celebrated a lot of uh, relatively famous actors, you know, who are, happen to be uh, Aboriginal American actors. And so, like, 
starting early on in the first season, you find, you you meet uh, you know a, a character played by uh, a- actor from Letterkenny, and now in this final season uh, we get to see Graham Greene in uh, Reservation oh, Dogs. I love Graham Greene. I could die yes, watch him yes, do anything. It's just, it's just um, it, it's just such a a nice show. Like I just. I highly recommend this is the thing that you watch when you just need to relax and enjoy some good TV. It does have a couple of really traumatic moments and, uh, that's on, that's on purpose, right? This, uh, it's a show about people growing up on a reservation in Oklahoma and their lives, uh, sometimes really suck, but, uh, it, uh, like it, it's portrayed so beautifully and these actors that you've never heard of because they're all young people, are amazing every single one of them are just amazing so just want to ask you please you know watch reservation dogs we're we're running out of new things as as we've discussed many times and this is one of those uh moments where you got something new you should uh you should go watch it glad it uh came in under the wire before all these kids aged out of you know like i'm glad this the the thing didn't or the what do you call it the damn strike didn't happen during the middle of mm-hmm. it or something yeah you know, and let, because there are some shows out there that are are dying right now on the vine because they take so much to make a new season mm. like i i doubt we'll ever see another season of the orville for instance mm. mm-hmm. and uh it's that's really sad so yes we should be really really happy that things like this are uh, available and and made it under the wire uh, man, I'm I'm wondering if this strike's going to go on for years. Mm-hmm. Might. Hey, let me ask uh, you a question. One of my favorite actors ever is Zan McLaren. He's only in nine episodes. Does that mean he's not in this new season at all? You know what I'm talking so about? He, the character Big? Because I'm, I'm behind. A, I'm way behind. He, so. he plays a... Uh, uh, what do they call... Oh, gosh. What do they call police on the reservation? Uh, Light Horseman. Mm. He, he plays a, a reservation police guy. And he's just a an occasional really small joke. Yeah. Uh, like he, he's not really that big. His name is big, but he's not a big deal to the show. I love him so much though. He is awesome. Yeah. He, he, in my mind was one of the greatest things about Fargo season two, just blew my freaking mind in that season. He's so good anyway. Uh, so that, yeah, go see it. Everybody available now on Hulu in its entirety. Yep. Mm-hmm. You Don't... can, you can now watch all three seasons of reservation dogs and enjoy it. Like everybody else. Yeah. It is, it is the native American Ted Lasso. How about that? Yeah, there you go. With the uh, <laughs> Taika Waititi co-creator, you know, all that business. Uh, awesome. Here's mine. It's short, it's sweet. And it's been, I haven't been able to watch anything heavy lately or anything big. So this is what I watched. Tom, what are you doing here? Listen, it's a bit of an emergency. You're my only friend with the piano. I just need to come in and practice for a couple hours. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of dinner. No, it really kind of needs to happen. I'm coming in. I'm sorry, no. I'm coming in. I love you, but no. I'm coming in. You can't come in. I'm going to let myself in. Tom, come on. what are you doing? You're going to love it. It'll be pleasant background music. You're out of control, Tom. If you have any requests, I know the chords C, G, and E. If I blew my head off right now, I wouldn't be sad. Brad, you have to say something. Just let the kid play. Are you scared of a little kid? No, I'm, I'm not afraid of a little. I'm a man. <laughs> You're a big man now. A big man. Yeah, I have hair down there. Oh, my God. Stop being such a wuss and tell him to stop. Fine. The combination of his music and your voice is an assault on my ears. A wuss wouldn't say that. <laughs> 
As a family, we really need to work on our dinner conversation. I know. And you know what? Tonight, I'm going to ask God to help us. <laughs> My God. Is Colin Robinson in everything? Well, he should be. Um, but he is in it. This is uh, that actor who plays Colin Robinson in uh, What We Do in the Shadows is in this. This is a little cartoon uh, that is in its third season. Uh, I can't remember what seasons. We, yeah, we're two seasons in. Uh, they're going to do a third. But anyway, it's called 10-Year-Old Tom, and it is a uh, show that reminds me a lot of um, – what was the old uh, – the Bob's Burgers people came from it eventually. Not home movies, but the thing before that. Dr. Kratz's something psychiatry show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dr. You know, Katz, the Dr. Yeah, Katz, psychologist. Right, yeah. It mm-hmm. reminds me of that in, it, in the uh. way it's animated and the way it's drawn – uh, to say to say that it's poorly drawn is probably fair to say it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, Beavis and Butthead style sort of mm-hmm. kind of looks like crap on uh, you Squiggle, know by design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is one of my favorite things in this in this world. Uh, it's uh, created by uh, a bunch of people who've done a bunch of things in animation for a long time. But the stars. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find top cast here. Uh, Oh, this is the wrong one. I'm in the wrong. I'm looking at Nicole. Well, we just heard Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Jennifer mm-hmm. Coolidge is in it. She plays this uh, Tom's friend's mother. Uh, and everybody's played by an adult. It reminds me of Bob's Burgers that way. So even the kids are all adults, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're all supposed to, these kids are all supposed to be 10 years old. John Malkovich is uh, the teacher in the music room. You hear when Tom comes on the show, here on the show, you hear this. Kind of in a tough... Whoops, no, that's, that's the wrong one. Sorry. It's We've played it before, but John Malkovich plays the music teacher in the school. Okay. And um, Steve Dildarian is Tom. Uh, his friend Brian uh, Nelson is played by Brian Bowers. These are all like stand-up comedians or people you've seen in other stuff. Jillian Jacobs is in this. Brian, you love her. Oh, I know cool. you're a big I love fan. her, yeah. Um, we mentioned Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, Paul Rust is in it. Just about everybody. But Mark Proch, who plays Dakota's dad, as you heard there, is, is uh, Colin Robinson <laughs> from that other show. And he is fantastic. He's not on every episode, but he's on quite a bit. David Duchovny has a regular appearance on this oh, thing. Wow. <laughs> it's got a great cast, and it is just deadpan and makes me laugh every time. It is one of my comfort shows to watch, and I've watched it, I think, the whole thing twice now. I really want more. Um, they're short, too. It's like these very quick uh, episodes. In fact, I think it's usually divided up into two, and the episodes are maybe 20 minutes long, so you're getting like two 10-minute episode episodes per watch and um so it's a quick binge and i love it and their intro song i don't know who makes the song but i love that too there's just tons to like here so if you are into uh funny animated stuff this is on max uh hbo max as randy would say and uh or refuses not to say (laughs) and uh it's called 10 year old tom and i highly recommend it so go check it out yeah yeah it's very fun i like animation that's a thing that i can usually watch um, and not worry about Tina being like, oh, you watched it without me. She, yeah. much to my surprise, was fine with me watching uh, Lower Decks without her, even though I think she would have really enjoyed it. Oh, my it. God. That's too um, bad. Mm. Yeah, but I've been enjoying uh, um, Central Park on Apple uh, TV+. Oh, Plus. I'm looking great. forward to Great North. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, of course, Harley Quinn is back on uh, Max new season of that. So it's it's been stuff that it's like, great, I get to watch some animation and... And uh, Tina's probably like, yeah, you can watch that one without me. You should definitely put this in the queue. I think you'd like it. 
Um, cool. That's, that's she loves Bob's Burgers, by the way. So it's not like she hates all animation. She she uh, she loves that. Well, one. this is so a little maybe, more. This is along those lines, and that it's a little more adult. So maybe she'll. Maybe this would be one that I could get her to mm-hmm. to check out. They drop f bombs here and there, but it's rare. It's you. It doesn't. It's not ten, like ten year old you know, Tom drops f. He doesn't, but people around him do. Uh, oh, okay. His mom does. I remember John Malkovich has a real moment at one point. Jennifer Coolidge is always dropping f bombs. George Wallace is in this. Forgot to mention him. I love him. Um, and and I forgot to mention Todd Glass, who's mostly known for his stand up. He plays his principal oh, at yeah. school. That dude, that principal character is killing me. He is so funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's great. Ten year old Tom available now. Two seasons on Max. Go check it out. Nice. That's going to do it for recommendals. All of these will be on quicktms.li. Probably already are. Already, already there. Yeah. Look at the look at the efficiency. I didn't have yours, so I added it last second. But uh, everything else is already there. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell everyone what I was doing this week, didn't I? It's all right. Totally fine. I knew nobody would be doing it, so I was like, yeah, this isn't going to be a problem. Uh, good. Yeah, good to have you both here, Nicole. uh, Anything uh, going on you want to mention before we? uh, Sure. Mark and I are going to Amana, Iowa this weekend. Uh, there's a big hand tool convention. It's free to go to, so we're going to be there. It's called Handworks. <laughs> Fun. Nice. Is Amana the home of the radar range? Is that like, <laughs> do they have a giant statue of a radar range in front of City Hall? That'd be cool. Yeah. What? Amana, you know, you know like Amana, like Amana the Amana. brand? It's called, yeah, the town's called Amana. A-M-A-N-A. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Nicole's heard works. of the, the Amana brand. I don't think you've heard of that, so that's why you're missing uh, it. Yeah. Today. Oh. Yeah. yeah there's an the, Amana. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it electronics? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's all like uh, major appliances: Amana refrigerators, Amana yeah. washing yeah, yeah, machines, yeah. stoves. Yeah. Kind of Not thing. the yeah. same thing. This oh, okay, is a historic gotcha. woodworking town. <laughs> okay, I was no thinking maybe for... this was the home of Amana. The... <laughs> no. I don't think so. A weird rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> oh, that was oh great. Well, that God. sounds like fun. Get lots of pictures and it hand does, tools yeah. and stuff. They give you free. Uh, you get like you walk out of there with some free, uh, you know, drills and you stuff. Know, and- have, are, you, are you familiar with? Um, oh God, what's his name? He's a hand tool guy. He used to be on PBS. Not Norm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he's like on his name, but he he's like it's all hand tools. He's all hand tools and his hands are all beat up and Roy Underhill? He, not Yes. Roy Underhill. Yes, Roy Underhill is going to be there. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. cool. Oh, the ship uh, the oh. shop uh, the Woodwright ship shop thing, whatever that's called. Yeah, my wife loves that show. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, cool. so he's going to be there on Saturday and I'm I'm hoping to meet him. So yeah. uh yeah, so we're going to go up there and hang out and they got a big there's like a huge barn and it's, it's free to go to. So if you happen to be in a near Amana, Iowa, uh, <laughs> by the way, Amana was founded in 1934 in Amana, Iowa. No so way. That, oh, really? that is the home of the Amana major appliance <laughs> thing. But, but no, I hope you have a good so time funny. at the convention yeah. and get to see a lot of hand stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Hand stuff is good. <laughs> hand stuff. I like some hand stuff. Uh, all right, Nicole, uh, it is uh, our pleasure to have you. We'll see you soon. Randy, anything going on with you you want to mention before we go? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to watch Man on Fire on Film Sack this weekend, yeah. and we're going to find out if someone puts him out. A Mana on Fire? <laughs> a Mana on yeah. Fire. A Mana on exactly. Fire. Excellent. No, I'm, I love that movie. Uh, I've said this yeah. before, so going into this, I'm, I'm actually stoked to watch again. I don't know who hasn't seen it in our group but i'm really excited to talk about it. i i haven't seen it since it came out and i don't remember anything about it and i am in I'm, the same boat i know i've seen it i remember the two actors and i yeah. remember a scene from it but yeah. i 
couldn't tell you anything else about it. I so remember does, it being. Does it hold up? We'll see. That's the question. I remember it being one of the most stylistic things Tony St- Scott did. Like it was just above and beyond normal. His the way his movies look. This looked different. And I remember being like, "Whoa!" And then he died, and I was like, "Oh." As always, anyway, I'm just trying to lower expectations here, Scott. Lower them down. Get them down there, Randy. <laughs> mm-hmm, See you next mm-hmm. time. All right. Brian, we're about done here. Sounds good. And, and to answer your uh, question, when Magus Man on Fire is streaming on Max, we're oh. going to be, I think that for for uh, the entire month of September, we're going to be watching movies on Max. So Every once in a while. Well, we often find Max has the movies we want these days. It feels like Netflix really is a little yeah. slower to get what we want to see. but we We could have easily sacked the flash and still could <laughs> yeah that's really. true you watched it. i would not rule it out and it's as long as you do it soon because i don't want to watch it a second time yeah i would be fine with that if we slotted that in after man yeah, on fire or something. Randy, i don't know if randy's still listening but uh maybe take everybody's temperature on that yeah why not put it right up dunaway's butt and see what it comes back uh, with mm-hmm, the temperature mm-hmm. here's a quick call about rubbing alcohol hey scott and brian this is john from west virginia uh first off scott uh, me and my wife met you in Columbus at GDEX that Sunday. Uh, we stood and talked with you and your wife for quite a while and was had a really good time. And I hope you come back to GDEX in Columbus sometime. We'd like to meet up with you again. Anyway, uh was wanting to call and tell you this story that you're drinking your buddy who drank a rubbing alcohol made made a story that I remember from when I was a kid. The local barber shop here in this really small town kept getting broken into when I was a kid. And the high school kids were stealing the barber saw from the barber shop and would take coffee filters, filter that, then drink what was filtered. And I could only imagine what that was like afterwards drinking that Barbersol alcoholy stuff, but yeah, the rubbing alcohol has got to be worse. But drinking Barbersol too, ugh, I, <laughs> I could only imagine. So, anyway, love the show. All right, great stuff. I don't know what's in Barbersol. I assume it's got some kind of uh, uh, something. I mean, all I can think of is the Barbersol foam stuff but the he's talking about like a liquid right it sounds like it if you're going to filter that through a coffee filter it must be a liquid it can't yeah because that foam stuff won't go through like barbasol was the stuff that uh, uh nedry hid the um the oh, dinosaur bits in right. <laughs> the, the little dna con- container thing yeah barbicide oh was he he was saying barbasol though right yeah Not he barbicide. said he definitely said barbasol but i don't yeah, barbicide he... is that blue okay yeah it's the blue liquid stuff that you put all of your your um your combs and scissors in. Oh, oh, oh! So it's a cleaning agent. It's a. Yeah. It's not something you put on your hair. As far no, as, no, no. Okay. It's 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 like you know you see their little jars on their shelf that they put um, their scissors and combs and stuff uh, in. Oh, that's terrible. Why would you, don't drink yeah, that? Don't drink that either. Don't drink the barbasol or the barbicide. Also, don't commit a felony and break into a place to get the barbasol to drink. Like, what? This is a terrible idea from top to bottom. Look, I know. Yeah. Look down there. Uh, over there, I guess, where he lives, West Virginia, maybe things were, maybe you couldn't get uh, your hands on common cough medicine or something. I don't know what kids do, <laughs> but Barbasol, good Lord. Yeah. Ugh. That's horrendous. Well, anyway. Ugh. Oh, I did find out that guy is dead. Not from drinking that, though. The guy that used to sip the rubbing alcohol that I knew in high school. Yeah. He died oh, really? in a uh, tractor accident. 
Oh God, geez. Yeah, I just found. I, I did a little hunting around and found a little a, a Facebook a little Facebook search. A little bit. Did a little research and uh, oh, man. died. God, a tractor accident sounds like the 15, worst. It's like fifteen, uh, seventeen years ago or something. It was a while ago. Mm. Anyway, don't. The, the lesson is: don't drive tractors and don't drink. Yeah. Rubbing yeah. alcohol. All right. All right. Let's now be done with the show. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for supporting our Patreon. You got one more month before this month ends. Uh, either get in now or get in then, but one way or the other, get in and be a part of the party. Patreon.com slash TMS for all the details. It's going to do it for us today. Let's get out of here. You have music? Probably you do. I don't I know. I do. It's a late one. Uh, Grant Coover wrote in and said, I would like to request a song for August 3rd for my little brother. Younger, but not really little. Three years ago, I moved from Iowa to Washington, and the best way to connect is listening to TMS. We're both always a day late, so rarely in the chat. But any song by Godsmack or P.O.D. would be cool. But I trust the Covermeister's pick for a 40th. Happy birthday, Yaya Warrior or Jaja Warrior when in the chat. Miss and love you, bro. Can I get an ah beep? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, here you go. Honk. Oh. oh, is that the one he means? What's the ah that's beep? The, that's the one he means. Is yeah. that what he means? Yeah. Okay. That's I think it. that's what he means. He wrote it as ah beep, but I think he meant beep. <laughs> ah. Uh, signed Grant. Greetings. Oh, and then he says, greetings, Broughton Sky, and I messed up. Seems I resent my request to the wrong email. Um, uh, Mr. Coverville, if you can play Staying Alive by Les Claypool's duo D.E. Twang, that would be fun. Otherwise, whatever great song you were going to play, Turning 40, Trust Your Musical Knowledge. All of that in one, like he copied and pasted and then wrote a whole second oh, wow. email in there. In any case. Because he did nice. all that work, Brian, I'll give him two for one here. Ah! There's the real one. Oh, you found it. The mm-hmm. real one. Beautiful. Yep. The real one. All right, uh, so this is a cover of the Bee Gees' Staying Alive. This is performed by Les Claypool from that Four Foot Shack album, the uh, D.E. Twang duo with uh, Les Claypool. There's a lot, of, a lot of great covers on there, including some covers of some Primus stuff, new versions of uh, his Primus songs. Here is Les Claypool and Staying Alive. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.